Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. If you are looking for vendor process training for you or your entire vendor team, head over to my site at DeborahRRichardson.com and click on the Vendor Team Training Solved button to learn more about what is included in the annual plan and also to download a training schedule. Get the training that you and your team needs to avoid payment fraud, duplicate vendors, compliance fines, and more. So it's getting close to Valentine's Day and the National Cybersecurity Alliance has tips so you don't become a money mule and more. So all the single ladies and men keep listening. Welcome to episode 173, a Valentine's Day message. Don't become a money mule. So this episode is being published on Thursday, February 10th, and it is four days before Valentine's Day, which the National Cybersecurity Alliance thought it was a great time, and I agree, to come out with a romance scams toolkit. And the purpose of the toolkit is to help uh, you or anyone that downloads it, educate employees, co-workers, family, and friends about romance scams and how to avoid them. And I really like the National Cybersecurity Alliance. According to their website, they are a nonprofit organization on a mission to create a more secure, interconnected world. And they have a lot of programs. If you're on my subscriber list or have been on my webpage, you've probably seen some of those events. Uh, They are uh, Cybersecurity Awareness Month. I believe that is in um, October every year. They used to have a data privacy day in January that I'd always be um, an advocate for, champion for. But this year, not surprisingly, they turned it into a whole week. So they just recently had January 24th through the 28th, a data privacy week where they talked about um, how to stay safe for you, how to stay safe online, and then for your company, how to keep your uh, customers' information private. So it was all about data privacy. Um, They also have lots of, you know, educational and career resources. They have webinars, they have a cyber secure my business, which if you're a small business, you can take advantage of some of their tips. But this month, they have the Uh, Romance Scams 2022 Toolkit. And what I really like about it is that it identifies red flags of what to look for with online romance scams. And you may think that it is, um, what do you call that, intuitive, that you would uh, uh, absolutely know. But so many people still fall for those romance scams. And also included on the 
infographic is if you or a family member or coworker have been a victim of a romance scam, then it identifies or lets you know what actions you need to take if you do become a victim of a uh, romance scam. And that includes um, what to do how to handle the person that scammed you, how to report it, what actions you need to take to keep your, to to get your information back to being private again, um, how to protect yourself from future fraud with um, relation to your uh, bank accounts, your credit cards. And so uh, make sure that you click the link that'll be in the show notes to get that toolkit so you can get all that information. It also has some other Uh, information in it as well, including a blog post that you can uh, send out if you're a company that you can send out to your employees to remind them not to be a victim of an online scam. And what I'm really talking about here is for businesses uh, being a money mule. Uh, And this is where the fraudster will seek out someone on one of these uh, uh, dating apps for an online romance and then scam them into being a money mule, which means that they convince you to launder monies that they have obtained uh, fraudulently. And we in business call that business email compromise, where let's say, a fraudster will trick an accounts payable team member into changing uh, vendor banking details to a fraudulent account, but not necessarily a fraudulent account because it belongs to that money mule. And they convince that money mule to launder that money through their account. So the fraudster will have the accounts payable team or the vendor team change the banking the banking will go to the uh, money mule and then the money mule will send that money to the froster's bank account. So let's go through the uh, article or the blog that the National Cybersecurity put together to, again, help protect yourself, um, your coworkers, your family members, so that they do not become a victim of the online romance scam. All right. So their article is titled Protect your loved ones from quote unquote love. And you could substitute loved ones for friends, coworkers, um, and the like. And what they say is when you hear romance scam, you may think of a little old lady falling for the classic Nigerian prince scam, which by the way, um, and this is my words, I had a, um, actually an old high school friend that today is in cybersecurity and he's been in cybersecurity for decades. And he talked about, um, he first saw that Nigerian prince scam back in 1985. So it's been around for a long time. Um, But what they go on to say is that romance scams have become far more complex and difficult to recognize adapting to today's online dating landscape. Now with the popularity of platforms like Match.com, Tinder, and Bumble, and don't be embarrassed if you've been on there, we've all been on all of those, um, scammers have set their sights on these popular apps and even social media apps. 
In fact, consumers have lost $770 million to fraud scams started on social media in 2021. Um, and that was according to the FTC. In the first half of 2021, the FBI Internet Crime Complaint Center received over 1,800 complaints related to online romance scams, resulting in losses of approximately $133 million. That is a lot of money. And I actually do report on the FBI Internet Crime Complaint Center, but I only look at the phishing side, you know, the phishing incidents and also the business email compromise incidents. Actually, um, I knew that they reported on it, but I never paid a lot of attention to it. So I am very glad that uh, the National Cybersecurity Alliance group is putting a focus on it. All right. So they go on to say that romance scams can be a part of a much larger cyber criminal ecosystem. International cyber gangs will even use dating sites to recruit victims as, as we talked about before, money mules and use them to unknowingly launder funds, according to the AARP. Now, often scammers prey on victims experiencing loneliness, which has not been uncommon during COVID-19 pandemic lockdowns. Um, if your friends or coworkers or relative have started a new online relationship or even if they, they've been in one for several months, it's important to check in and look for any red flags. So here are four red flags. The first one is a request for money. So a request for money is a major red flag of a scam. And you would think that uh, people wouldn't fall for this as much as they do, but they still do. So that's a major red flag. Uh, scammers will pressure them into sending money for urgent matters, such as medical expenses. Um, they may also say it's for a plane ticket for uh, them to visit, you know, you or your coworker or your relative or your friend. Um, but the thing is, is you never send money to someone you haven't met in person. Scammers may also ask for payment in the form of preloaded gift cards or wire transfers. Yeah, those are really big red flags and that those happen in businesses all the time uh, with gift cards, especially because gift cards, you purchase them and then you, uh, the cyber criminal or froster will ask for the numbers on the back. And then that money, once you do that, is gone and you almost never get that back. All right. So that was the first red flag, a request for money. So the second one is they may often make and break promises to come to see you in person, right? Because they can't. Um, the person claims they may be far away, overseas or in the military. The third one is the relationship is moving fast and the person professes love quickly. Yep, that will happen. And then the last one is there's pressure to move the conversation off the platform to a different site or want to continue the converse, uh, conversation through text. Dating platforms search for scammers on their sites. Um, so scammers will want to move their victim off platform to avoid any detection. So that makes sense. Um, so those are the four red flags. 
Now, here are some things that you can do if you believe you or a loved one or a coworker or a friend is the victim of a, of a scam. So here are some steps that you can take. You want to first cease communications with the scammer immediately and take note of any identifiable information um, that that you or, or um, your friend, coworker, relative may have on them, such as an email address. Then contact um, your bank, your credit card company, if you've given them money. Uh, the third thing is to file a police report with your local precinct. And then uh, the fourth one, continuing with the um, uh, filing, is to report the scammer to the FTC um, at ftc.gov slash complaint and the FBI at ic3.gov. And I'll have both of those links in the show notes. And then lastly, definitely notify the website or the app where you met the scammer. And then uh, the National Cybersecurity uh, Alliance wants to remind everybody that romance scams can happen to anyone at any age and falling for a scam is nothing to be ashamed of. By speaking out, reporting scams, and encouraging others to do the same, you can help others from becoming victims. And so they also give some more information um, on uh, or a website where you can get more information. And again, I will include all these links in uh, the show notes, but I do want to say that that definitely applies to uh, businesses. So in your organization, if you know of any type of a scam that was successful, share it with your coworkers. Um, have an agenda item in your uh, next meeting agenda to and and keep it there. And every time you meet, talk about the newest scams. Talk about what people have seen. Um, the only way that we're going to uh, uh, help each other get through these increasing frauds is to keep sharing the evolutions of the fraud and they are always evolving. Um, I will also put a link to my page where I always post. And unfortunately it's um, multiple times a week, to at least two to three times a week, I will post a new scam alert. And so you can sign up to be notified um, every time I post. So um, if I post um, a few in a day, the very next day you'll get a uh, email that'll show you all of the ones that I have posted. So again, share your experiences with fraud, with your coworkers, with your relatives, loved ones, so that you nor them become victims of fraud. And definitely, definitely share the National Cybersecurity Alliance's Romance Scam 2022 Toolkit. So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 173rd episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy.